ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. And Lamar Jackson has pushed the Dolphins back into a deep hole. We came out to the fourth quarter. We were points on the board. We wasn't. Four. Fourth quarter, Miami touchdown. Utter disbelief. It's my time and the wait is over. For the way to the faith, the grace, but you can relate because it can be molded. Can you carry the praise, the shame, the love, and the hate when these get colder? He is not real pleased. There's a fight. There's going to be some ejections. Can never let up. They only down. Kids always get up. High on my horse from the head of the The Cowboys beat the Bengals. Not our day. Trace down. Yep, it's not good. There is an issue. Jimmy came in and was ready for the moment. Welcome back, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jalen Paul's game in week two. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? And get a people! What a week two in the NFL, and it's not over yet, but Mr. Rose, you were in the building in Detroit where the Detroit Lions hosted the Washington Commanders and they took a commanding 22 to nothing lead. Did it even feel real in the building to watch the Lions dominate like this? First off, I want to shout out the Lions fans, their staff, their organization for the love they show me and my brother Kev. I appreciate the tribute and the shout out they gave me during the game as well. Got a chance to stand on the field. And I just want to say this. There aren't many times that my Detroit Lions are winning 22 to 0 at halftime. <laughs> no. Especially when I'm at the game. So I'm around other legends. William Gay was there. Isaac Bruce was there. We got a chance to champagne and campaign. We was eating good. Ain't St. Brown a beast? Oh, yeah. How dope is our run game? And, and did you see? My you God. said it on Friday. You said it on Friday that Aiden Hutchinson, the number two pick in the draft, was going to show up and show out in this game. And what did he do, Mr. Rose? One, two, three sacks. In the first half. Three sacks in the first half. And, and, and here's another thing I want to make sure I stress. I was watching the game. I was like, we dominating on the line. Like our offensive line was keeping Jared Montana upright. <laughs> opening holes for the backs, multiple backs. We got Swift, we got Williams, just running the ball. Like the balance of the team. I, I really appreciate watching like us form an identity. Like mm. so many times when you're trying to put together a winner, you go for the splash. And look at my guy right there. There he is. Jared Montana out there making plays. They kept my guy clean. Look how jer- clean that jersey Clean was. jersey. No grass clean stains. Clean jersey. And, and, and I want to give a lot of credit to Dan Campbell and his staff because so many times 
when a team is like on hard knocks, that becomes a distraction. We took that as an opportunity to show the world that we're building something different in Detroit. Driven by Detroit. And I also got a chance to see my guy down like four flat tires. Riz, overseeing the kitchen at Ford Field. Absolutely, it was a oh, family was affair. No doubt. Riz. A family affair. And so it was a great win. It was a great thing to see the team show up. But I got to say something that may not be popular. Come a little closer. Carson Wentz is washed. <laughs> well, shh, shh. Don't tell Commanders fans. Don't tell Commanders fans. Don't tell Commanders fans that. But I'm just looking at him thinking, like, if he was our quarterback, I would be really frustrated. Like, bad decisions in the pocket. Well. Uh, un- uncomfortable throwing angles. Missing guys. Like, it, it wasn't a good showing for a guy that's basically, I believe, on his third team in three years. Jalen, that game was great. But no game was better than the Miami Dolphins up against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Down by 21 points in the fourth quarter. What did Tua do? One, two, three, four, five, six touchdowns. Jalen, this is a make-it-or-break-it audition year for Tua Tungavailoa. Six TDs and the win in Baltimore. Is he the guy in Miami? He has to be the guy performing like this so very early in the season. And don't underestimate the value of coaching in the NFL. Because Mike this McDaniel. time... Mike McDaniel. I love him, dog. And, and, and this time last year, the one critique that people had about Tua is could he throw the ball downfield? And all I know is I'm seeing my guy namesake waddling, and I'm seeing... Tyree Hill throwing up the deuces, and he threw one, two, three, four, five, six touchdown passes, four of them in the fourth quarter. Four touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. That was outstanding quarterback play by Tua Tungavailoa, and for him and his confidence, I'm actually glad it happened against Lamar and the Ravens because he's a guy who grew up in Florida, doesn't have a long-term deal just yet. And that would be a landing spot since Lamar Jackson liked the tweet that suggested that he may look good in the Dolphins uniform. So Tua had all of this, I'm sure, in his psyche in one way, shape, or form going into this game. And to see him perform and do a comeback performance the way they did, this was the most exciting, you know, game to me of the day. There were so many exciting games. I want to I want to give a shout to Lamar Jackson too because just because they lost, like he had like a 79-yard touchdown run. He was throwing bombs. He had himself an absolute day, but it was Tua who ended up with the win. And I I feel like I went to like high school with Mike McDaniel. Like I think I know <laughs> Mike McDaniel. Like I, I don't think his numbers in my phone, but I feel like we're friends. I definitely feel like me and Mike McDaniel will get along, and I'm giving him all the credit for this win. But when you talk about the exciting games from yesterday, Jalen Rose, There are so many, but one of the ones just like this one that came down to the very, very end of the game and into overtime was the Cardinals and the Raiders. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals did not look good last week. However, it was Kyler Murray getting into the end zone with his legs and then getting a two-point conversion and then getting to overtime. Mr. Rose, Kyler, 
just like Tua, is sort of on the hot seat as a quarterback being evaluated of whether or not he's the guy, and Kyler looked like the guy yesterday. Kyler's definitely the guy. That's why they invested big-time money in him. And he's doing this without D-Hop, who's going to come back at some point of this season. But watching the previous game with the Cheetah in particular and Lamar, and then watching this game, it made me think, I got to do a list of the 10 fastest players that I believe I watch play football. I was literally just looking at them. I'm like, Kyler looks like he's running so much faster than, look at, look this. at this. Look at this. This is like Sandlot. He ran around for 18, <laughs> 18 seconds. Look at it. This is incredible. This is against <laughs> grown NFL players. He made a phone call and sent a text. And then and he a ran it in. He scored. It's like a video game. And then he runs it in. That is incredible what he's able to do out there on the football. You can't draw that up. No. And I'm like, I'm like Dion Moss, Bo Jackson, like amongst the guys I just mentioned. And of oh, course, is. that gentleman right there, Kyler Pesci. You get out of line, you get whacked. You know the rules. And whether it's casino, whether it's untouchables, he's the smallest guy, but he's the guy that you don't want to upset. And yesterday, it seems like he got upset and he went to work on the Raiders, who, by the way, they look bad. And I got Josh Jacobs in his fantasy, so of course I wanted him to do a big game. He hasn't been able to do so the last couple of weeks, really. But I want to give the Cardinals defense a lot of credit. But yep. Kyler won them this game. He did. Like this, Single this is that uh, pass right there incredible. in the back of the end zone. In the back of the end zone, Jacoby to send it into overtime. Crazy. Incredible crazy. how he performed yesterday. And you anybody, always say, you anybody always say, in this game. We won because we got you. Kyler Murray is a him. Kyler Murray single-handedly won them that game. If you watch that game, it was Kyler Murray saying, don't worry, I got this. I'll take us into overtime. I'll win us the game in overtime. It's exactly what he did. I want to ask you a question. Who are the people out here that's trying to act like Kyler Murray ain't that dude? Are y'all watching the same sport that I'm watching? I literally just watched him run around in the pocket for 18 seconds and then run it in. Hey, I literally watch him scr scramble in and throw a touchdown at the back of the end zone. AJ Green in the back of the end zone, like that was an absolute diamond. He needed it. They lose the game if they don't complete that pass. It was absolutely a masterful performance, especially in the Master. fourth quarter from Kyler Murray. Jalen Rose. It, it was expected, but it was also a masterful performance from Aaron Rodgers. He owns the Bears. He let everyone know last year that he owns the Bears. And he continued that ownership last night. And it was also Aaron Jones on the ground. The Packers look complete in your division. The Packers look like the best team. And it's always a special thing when you have a duality in your backfield. And the way Aaron Jones can run and catch, he can run on the outside, he can run between the tackles, and Dylan always is killing them between the tackles, and he can kill the clock as well. That duality in the backfield really unlocks their offense a lot. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers utilizing that play action and all of a sudden getting guys going up the field. But as you mentioned, he owns the division, he's owned the Bears, and yesterday was no different. And it was great to see him having fun out there with his receivers, in particular the veteran receivers the who played well. <laughs> and then he do the ayahuasca. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
So, so explain to me what that is again. <laughs> you have no idea. Ayahuasca is not for people that look like you. It's for people At that look all. like me. You don't need to know what ayahuasca is. It's an afternoon show. There could be kids watching. So, Jalen, we talked on Friday about the Michigan Wolverines men's football team. And they were favored by 46.5 points. And I might have invested way more than I normally invest on my gambling app in the Yukon Huskies to just lose by less than 46 points. And what happened on the football field, Mr. Rose? First off, shout to G Money, who I called the GOAT because Grace. she's such a sweetheart. Grace. And shout to Jawan Howard, the entire Michigan basketball family, Lisa for always taking care of everything. It was great to be out on the field at the big house. I thought about you, family, and I was looking up at the scoreboard. And as my guy was getting one, two, three, four, five touchdowns, I was loving it. I was loving it, right? I was loving it. And then I thought, wait a minute. Jacoby got a bet on this. I'm going to send you a Venmo request right now. And I can't lie. I was like, you kind, can y'all at least score once? You know what I mean? Score one time. A, a safety? Something? Right. It's a field goal. Man, it's oh. crazy. But it, I'm telling you, Jacoby, it was an amazing weekend to be at the Michigan volleyball game with Gracie and her mom on Friday. They won. The Michigan football game on Saturday. They won. And watch the Lions <laughs> on Sunday. The and they good. won. It's a beautiful thing. Normally, multimedia international mass media personalities don't go to games. They too big time, they too busy. They see it from afar. I like to be on the field, 10 toes down, watching everything. Watching Dan Campbell run out there, looking Love like he Dan can Campbell. still play. Looking like he can, he, he oh, built yeah. like a brick. Dan Campbell's love Dan a Cam I, I love what the Lions did. I believe in the Lions. You know what? I'm starting to think something, Jalen Rose. Uh-oh. I'm starting to think about the playoffs. I'm starting to think about the playoffs. But we have a lot more to get to. The playoffs are over in the WNBA, and it is the Las Vegas Aces who are champions. We'll celebrate them and recap the rest of week two right after this very short break. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. 
Coming to you live from the Seaport in New York City, brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, we will get to the rest of the week two action in the NFL, but first we must celebrate the WNBA champion, Las Vegas Aces, led by Chelsea Gray. My mother was a huge basketball fan and really supported the WNBA. And I know she would have been watching this with joy, understanding that the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, and a first-year coach all win the championship in the same season. That is incredible. Shout to Chelsea Gray, who was out there balling and won Finals MVP. Anytime you play on the squad with Asia Wilson, it's almost a foregone conclusion, seems like, that she would be that player. For Chelsea to step up the way she has and did in the NBA Finals was terrific to watch. I'm glad to see them on the big stage. But I got to say this. Can we get a bigger trophy for bigger the ladies? Trophy. I was thinking, say, we need a bigger trophy. Like, what, what, why are we saving money with the trophy budget? Like, like, can we please get a bigger trophy for the finals MVP? Come on now, we need a bigger trophy. We gotta get, exactly. we gotta, you know what, I got, I got $1,000 on it next season. I got $1,000 <laughs> You'll match my thousand. We got yes. $2,000 yes. right here for a bigger trophy we got for the finals MVP. Congratulations to the Aces. Moving back to week two NFL action. We talked all summer about the quarterback position for the San Francisco 49ers. They committed to Trey Lance. We thought Jimmy Garoppolo would go somewhere else. He ended up staying with the 49ers and the unthinkable happened. Lance goes down with an ankle fracture. Garoppolo comes in and gets the win. There's no perfect way to handle anything as it relates to roster construction because there's always gonna be mistakes made even by the best GMs and or presidents. But the 49ers couldn't have handled this much better. Mm -mm. They've been patient with the roster by building out a Super Bowl caliber team while allowing Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback. And he led them there. And again, if he completes that deep throw in the Super Bowl, they probably don't draft Trey Lance. So now when you go up in the draft and you take Trey Lance, you're like, Jimmy has a ceiling. Trey can take us there. And his good friend with the Rams, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, I'm talking about, did the exact same thing. Yep. Golf led him to the Super Bowl, felt like it had a ceiling. So now we're going to get Matthew Stafford and they won it. So now, however, they do something unorthodox. They keep Jimmy to be the backup renegotiate his deal at a number for a backup and keep him in the locker room with the players he helped lead to the Super Bowl. So now when Trey Lance gets hurt, he can slide right in. Right there. And do exactly what he did yesterday, lead him to victory. And I think that the win-loss record for the 49ers this season will be better with Jimmy G under center than it would have been with Trey Lance. However, long-term, obviously, the franchise has committed to Lance, and we hope that he gets healthy as soon as possible. Jalen, the Saints and the Bucks game was boring. I'm just going to say it. It was boring. It was like 0-3 to all the way until the fourth quarter when Tom Brady did Tom Brady things and Jameis Winston did Jameis Winston things, and that by that I mean picks. But there was a fight. There was a fight. Yeah, Mike Evans in particular. But but I want to elaborate on the other point you made. You be, you brought up Jameis. Mm-hmm. Like, dog. <laughs> you still throwing it to the other team like that that you used <laughs> to play like for? It looks trying to sometimes. Like, like come on, fam. And, and, and again, like, 
I'm, I'm not mad at the altercation per se. Me neither. And the two rivals going at it. Like these guys have had a fight in the past already. Lattimore and Evans. Lattimore, yeah. Lattimore and Evans have had a fight in the past already. These two teams are rivals. And Tom Brady, has, but going into yesterday, had as more turnovers and sacks versus the Saints than anybody. They've been doing a great job of making Tom Brady look pedestrian. And they did it for most of the game yesterday. My guy was frustrated. Breaking tablets, throwing stuff down. Yeah. Look at my guy. <laughs> you, you'll normally see my guy upset like he that. He was mad, mad. Yeah, he my was guy mad, was mad. mad. All day long. Not a great win for the Bucs. Come on, Jameis. You got to eat a W. I might have been financially invested in the Bengals' success. They went to the AFC Championship, won it. They went to the Super Bowl. They've got Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. They're playing the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. They're playing Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. Of course they're going to win that game, right, Jalen? Of course. So each week, you know I like to do good win, bad losses. Bad loss. This is the worst loss of the weekend. This is the worst loss of the weekend. The way the Bengals played last week, Against the way Steelers. they were turning the ball over, yep. to come back this week and to lose to the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott and Rush lead them to victory, this was the worst loss by any team of the weekend. So do you remember when we talked about Joe Burrow and how many times he was getting sacked and how he was getting hit and how they need to protect him? We've been talking about that for two years now, and now we've got Micah Parsons going unblocked, getting after the quarterback. It just seemed like Burrow is always under pressure every time he drops back to pass. Watching Michael Parsons unblocked, to be honest, was like watching Tyreek Hill running wide open. Like, yeah. th those like, are things that should never happen. Never happen. And so their protection problems on their offensive line is still a major issue. And I know Gerald Burrow stood tall, took the sacks last year, won a playoff game by, I believe, getting sacked nine times, which was a record. Against the Titans. That ain't going to happen this year. They got to find a way to protect our guy. Well, it's tough when you start 0-2 like the Bengals have. Something tells me they will not be back in the Super Bowl. We will be back after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, what do we recognize every single day we have a show? That, unfortunately, Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained in Russia now 214 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby continue to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, we have two great games on Monday Night Football. First in the AFC, it is the Titans and the Bills, and then the NFC matchup between the Vikings and the Eagles. Who do you have winning these games? So first, I can't wait to see King Henry offensively for the Titans. 
go against that stingy Bills defense. I feel like the Bills are going to find a way to come out victorious playing at home. Josh Allen has just been outstanding so far early, very early in the season. And in the other game, Jalen Hurts. Bet Jaylen on Hurts Allen and Hurts to pass and rush for TDs every week. Love.